Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. It's Friday, October 7th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. One elementary school music teacher is trying out a new instrument in her class, and so far, the students are loving it. It's fun. It makes a very, very pretty noise whenever you strum it. And um, there's a lot of songs that you can play with it. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke will take us to a Henry Elementary music class in the Parkway School District. Illinois Democratic incumbent Governor J.B. Pritzker and Republican challenger Darren Bailey are not holding back. They repeatedly called each other a liar and interrupted the other during last night's first televised debate of the campaign. The candidates had 30 to 60 seconds to answer complex policy questions on issues, including crime, the economy, and the state budget. Bailey frequently shrugged off his more conservative stances on big issues like banning abortion, by saying the Democratic-led state legislature would have to send him that bill. Illinois has the most permissive abortion laws in the nation. Nothing's going to change when I'm governor. Bailey also punted to the legislature when asked if he supports a ban on assault-style guns or whether teachers should be armed. Another debate last night put Illinois' 13th congressional district in the spotlight. As Reginald Hartwick reports, the two candidates clashed over abortion rights. Republican Regan Deering says she supported the Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade because abortion should be a state issue. Deering called Illinois' laws on abortion access radical. I have been traveling this district, and I would in fact think that most of us are looking for common sense restrictions on abortions. Democratic candidate Nikki Budzinski says abortion should remain a private decision. It's a woman's choice between her doctor and herself as to what she does with her body. Early voting for the November 8th election is already underway in Illinois. I'm Reginald Hardwick reporting. The 13th district includes part of the Metro East. Missouri's governor says President Biden's move to pardon thousands of people for simple marijuana possession, quote, does not implicate state law in any way. A statement from Mike Parson's office says the action is limited to individuals who violated federal law. It adds people with criminal records in Missouri can apply for expungement. The statement also says Parson grants pardons to those who have shown a commitment to rehabilitation and contribution to communities instead of a blanket approach that could undermine existing law. President Biden is calling on governors to also pardon simple marijuana charges. Three Federal Reserve banks, including the St. Louis Fed, have launched a program designed to attract more minority representation into the economics field. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports the three-year pilot brings lessons about economics into local classrooms. The goal of the program is to expose non-white students to economic concepts much earlier in their education and make those lessons memorable. There are 19 teachers across the country applying special lessons from the Fed in their classrooms. Matthew Parker is one and teaches 7th grade social studies at Ferguson Middle School. He says his students just started to learn about the process of making a decision, which is central to economics. I joked with the kids, you can do this for who you're going to date. You know, you can do this for whether 
whether you take the bus or ride a car or walk to school. It's the same process. Parker says economic principles are already embedded in the social studies he teaches, and the extra lessons make those connections stronger. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. The Missouri Library Association has named the St. Louis County Library Library of the Year. It cites community programs and partnerships with organizations like the St. Louis Area Diaper Bank and Operation Food Search. Missouri Library Association President Claudia Young says the St. Louis County Library's COVID-19 vaccination and testing efforts provided a critical community resource. They responded to the call to help reach people where they're at, and they knew that they had the facilities and the staff and the time to make that happen. The association also honored the county library and the St. Louis Public Library for their collaborations and for creating a shared catalog. We're having a party tomorrow, and I hope you'll join us. Celebrate 50 years of St. Louis Public Radio at 50 Fest this Saturday afternoon, October 8th. Enjoy live music from the St. Boogie Brass Band, Point of View Jazz Ensemble, and DJ Creme de la Cray, plus food trucks and family fun. Admission is free. Join us tomorrow from noon to 6 p.m. Information is at stlpr.org slash 50fest. When elementary students have a new favorite thing, it can quickly take over the hearts and minds of an entire school. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports on the latest trend that's captivated students in the Parkway School District. Memories of elementary school music class probably include xylophones, some singing, plus recorder. I know a lot of people cringe when I say recorder, but I actually love teaching recorder. (laughs) This year, Henry Elementary music teacher Peggy Plache decided to try something different. Her students have a new wall of ukuleles. It kind of sits behind the kids. I've learned that if you put anything by the door where they line up, they fidget with almost everything in the classroom. (laughs) Every morning, a group of student volunteers come in to tune them, taking care to make sure their classmates will be on key. Then Plaché's students run into class, excited to get started. And play that finger ballet, make sure you're up tall, and listen. Will Cole is in fifth grade and explains the ukulele's appeal. It's fun. It makes a very, very pretty noise whenever you strum it. And um, there's a lot of songs that you can play with it. The ukuleles are relatively easy to learn, and they sound nice even when a kid or two is hitting a wrong note. They play along with YouTube versions of pop songs. There's one song that the kids love more than any other. Lime in the Coconut. Yeah, everyone loves Lime in the Coconut. It's just really fun to listen to, and it's a really silly song. After music class, they keep singing it. Here's Will Cole again. Because it's only two chords and you just switch back and forth. So it's easy and it's like pretty silly, which is fun. Easy, silly, and Teacher Plaché hopes it will give the kids a lifetime love of music. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio. More than 100 K-12 music educators from Missouri, Illinois, and other states 
will perform tonight with the St. Louis Symphony Orchestra. As St. Louis Public Radio's Andrea Henderson reports, the free extra credit concert will give teachers a chance to show their skills to students and the community. Roslyn Rogers is one of the students' favorite teachers at Lincoln Middle School in East St. Louis. She's a popular teacher because she makes learning about music fun. Rogers is the orchestra director at Lincoln Middle School, where she's been teaching since 2017. She also plays the violin for the Edwardsville Symphony, but teaching is her passion. About 25 seventh grade students walked into her class and immediately began warming up their violins, violas, cellos, and the bass. They've been taking her music class for a few years now. Rogers even taught them songs that are on the radio. She then joins in and plays her violin to the tune of Old Town Road by Little Nas X. It's Roger's compassionate teaching style and love for the music that landed her a spot to play with the symphony tonight. Maureen Byrne is the symphony's associate vice president of education and community partnerships. It's an opportunity to show that they can do what they teach, but it also gives them a tool to demonstrate discipline and preparation to their students. Roger says she wants to show her students that if they stick with their passion, they can make a living out of it. I want them to walk away in gratitude at some point that the person that they get to see every day, they have been given opportunities like this because of the work you see them doing every day. Rogers admits she is a little nervous. However, she's been practicing Jupiter, the bringer of jollity from the planets by Gustav Holtz. So she'll be ready. I'm Andrea Henderson, St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Casares edited that report. Amy Mayer was the editor on that piece from Kate Grumke. Before wrapping up, the Cardinals open the playoffs today at home, and the series against Philadelphia will pump millions of dollars into the city's economy. An analysis by Greater St. Louis, Inc., estimates the series will have an economic impact of roughly $7.5 million per game. That could total nearly $23 million if the series goes the maximum three games this weekend at Bush Stadium. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great weekend. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.